Welcome back to Sideline Exposure. I am your host, Mitchell Crossan, and this is Exposure 121. Big news, breaking news, USC and UCLA officially becoming members of the Big Ten, changing college football. As we know, the sport is changing a lot. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on in. So this all happened very quickly. This happened last Thursday when I first heard about it and just saw it going crazy on social media and all over Twitter. And then I hear about, you know what? Hey, the Big Ten presidents and chancellors are going to vote on this tonight, and it's expected to be a unanimous vote. And it happened very quickly. It was unanimous. So starting with the 2024 season, UCLA and USC will be playing games in the Big Ten. And I believe this is every sport other than beach volleyball, which is kind of funny. I mean, that makes sense. You're not going to be playing beach volleyball in Minnesota in November. So every other sport other than beach volleyball, but this is a really big deal. And of course, there is a little bit of a team up, everybody against the SEC kind of feeling. Starting in the 2025 season, Oklahoma and Texas will be officially part in members of the SEC. So they're trying to do their own thing. I think the SEC acquiring both of those schools is part of the reason why the Big Ten did this. Some of the Big Ten presidents, athletic directors, etc. will say that's not a reason why. I think it's part of the reason, but also it's money. That's what it comes down to. And let's go ahead and jump into the TV deals and the money and why this makes sense for USC, UCLA, and the Big Ten. So the current deal that's in place will only last for one more season. So starting for the 2023 season, there will be a new deal in place by then. Currently, it's worth an estimated $440 million each year. And the Big Ten has this deal in place with both Fox Sports and ABC slash ESPN. That's a lot of money. And this money goes back into the college and the college programs. So, for instance, last year, each SEC team received $54.6 million with their deal. And for the Big Ten, each team received $46.1 million. Now, it's assumed that these payouts will only increase in the future with new TV deals as bigger money comes in, bigger games, etc., and as things grow. Now, in comparison to the Pac-12, only $19.8 million was distributed to each of their members for the fiscal year 2021. From what we know right now, the new TV deal has not been finalized yet or announced, but most people seem to think it's going to be north, probably north of $1 billion. So that's a huge chunk of money. So if, of course, it makes sense if you're a USC, if you're UCLA, you're seeing the SEC and the Big Ten putting together these huge TV deals. Each of those programs are getting more than double of what you're getting. You're in a big time market. USC is a big brand. UCLA is trying to build their brand as well, but you're in LA. So financially, it makes sense to go through with this move. There are also some rumors circulating that Washington and Oregon are interested. I think I've seen that Notre Dame is interested. Not that that's too much of a shock. I think this is forcing Notre Dame's hand to finally stop being independent and join a conference. Now, they did temporarily join a conference. They were part of the ACC for the 2020 COVID season, but they just wanted to play a season, so that's why they did that. I think the Big Ten or the ACC is a fine fit for Notre Dame. I would love for the Big Ten to swoop Notre Dame. I think that'd be a really good fit, and maybe even get a Clemson if the ACC kind of falls apart. But I think that the Big Ten isn't done. I think that's the main point here. We could easily see them expand this to 20 teams. 
Notre Dame has a current deal with NBC. They're getting about $15 million per year as part of their package. So even financially for Notre Dame, while their history and what they've always done is being independent, the game of college football is changing so much so fast. I think Notre Dame wants to join, and I think they should join a conference, most notably the Big Ten, to keep up or else they could be left behind in the dust. And this current deal with the Big Ten is actually pretty interesting. So the Big Ten has granted all of their broadcast rights to the Big Ten Network. And also, Fox owns the majority of BTN. They own 61%. So because of that, they in turn control all of the Big Ten's rights. And so when you are making their pitch for what game is going to be covered by what network, because it's split between Fox Sports and ABC slash ESPN, since Fox Sports has that majority, they get the first pick in what is essentially the draft for televised games. Each year, Fox Sports always chooses Ohio State versus Michigan. It's probably the biggest game in the Big Ten, the rivals. Michigan finally beat Ohio State this year, so that was no different with that first pick. Fox Sports says, I want to choose that game, and I'm going to cover that game. And if you know Fox Sports, you know that they have their big noon kickoff. So that means those teams, when they play, are going to kick off at noon. Now, the second pick goes to ABC slash ESPN. Normally, they always choose Ohio State, Penn State. Penn State has shown us that they are usually the second best team in the Big Ten. And that is always a really good game. Especially with this year, Ohio State goes to Penn State, which means... That if ABC slash ESPN picks up that game, that game is going to be game day and it's going to be a night game. If it's a night game and Ohio State is going into Penn State, that means Penn State is going to turn that game into their whiteout game, which they have one game per year. That might be the best environment in college football, the whiteout game at Penn State, but that is not happening this year. Ohio State and Notre Dame play in Ohio Stadium week one, which is going to be a really big game in itself. There's a lot of hype building behind that game. So what ABC and ESPN did is with their second pick, they chose that Ohio State-Notre Dame game. So that game is going to be college game day. It's week one. It's in Columbus in the horseshoe. And that's what they took with their second pick. So now the third pick goes back to Fox Sports. They picked Ohio State-Penn State. And since their notable games are played at noon, a big noon kickoff, that means that game is going to be a noon game. And Penn State's thinking is, well, we're not going to have a whiteout be in the middle of the day. It's supposed to be a night game thing. It's a different energy and different environment. Now, I'm sure that they will still do something, but that's why it's not a whiteout. And that's why that game will not be played at night. And that's what happens with this TV deal in the Bay 10 is when you have multiple networks wanting to televise these games, depending on the ownership and who owns what, etc., they go back and forth in this so-called draft. Now, I'm very curious to see this new deal and just how big this number is going to be. And now with USC and UCLA coming into the mix, who knows if the Big Ten is even done yet. I wouldn't be surprised if something further happened. Maybe a couple more teams jumped into the mix. Could be a little preemptive with that. It could only be the addition of USC and UCLA this year. But I don't think we're done growing. I don't think we're done watching the SEC and the Big Ten grow. And this is bad news for, frankly, the Big 12, the ACC, and especially the Pac-12. So if I'm the Pac-12, gosh, I mean, do you try to get Boise State and San Diego State and try to hold this thing together? Pac-12 is already struggling. We've already talked about their TV deal and what each program is getting significantly under the Big Ten and the SEC. 
the ACC, they could kind of fall apart. The Big 12 already is falling apart with losing Oklahoma and Texas. We could be moving in a world towards two major conferences, the SEC and the Big 10. Would those be the only two conferences in existence? I don't think so, but I think we're at a point where the Big 10 could easily have 20 teams, if not more, and that might come up sooner than we think. So it's interesting. Things are moving very fast. College football is changing a lot, and everybody is just trying to keep up with each other in what feels like a race right now. So obviously, this deal and this move was centered around football, not necessarily the other sports, even though they are a part of it. So football brings in the most money. It brings in the money, and it helps support the school, the university, and the budgets for the other sports as well. While now USC and UCLA are going to have to travel a lot further for their away games, away matches, for whatever, every other sport other than beach volleyball, it's just going to change travel, it's going to change logistics and everything. Now that's something that they'll be able to figure out. I don't think anybody's really that concerned about that. Other than beach volleyball, who is not changing, they're staying in the Pac-12, which I guess they are a spring sport, so they wouldn't have to worry about playing at Minnesota in November in the snow or anything like that. Now, that would be ridiculous, and that would never happen. So, of course, beach volleyball is going to stay on the West Coast in the Pac-12. But swimming, soccer, baseball, softball, lacrosse, everything else, you're going back to the Midwest, you're taking a long flight east, and you're going to have to study on the plane. So now we'll have to wait and see if the Big Ten or if any other teams come to an agreement on expanding this conference even more. But in the meantime... Thank you for listening. That will conclude this week's episode of Sideline Exposure. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Sideline Exposure. And follow us on Twitter at Sideline Expose. See you next week. And as always, go Bucks.